March 15 through March 21, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and very pleased to have you with us here today on Main Menu. We are always glad to have you come back and be with us here on Main Menu. If you are a returning listener, it's great to have you with us again this week on Main Menu. If you're a new listener, welcome. We are glad you are here and listening to us today. Hope we can bring you a lot of good, informative information and that you'll continue to come back and listen to us again in the future. We are here, of course, every week, and we are hoping that you will be here every week to uh, join us in learning more about technology from a blindness perspective, whether that would be assistive technology or mainstream technology that is either accessible, and we want to talk about how you can access that, or technology that may not be accessible, and we'd like to talk about how that technology could be made more accessible. All right, well, we need to get into talking about what's going to be on today's show and get into today's show we're going to start off the show with david woodbridge david is going to come talk to us and talk about solo dx audio described tracks and i think you will find that very interesting and uh you may find it very uh entertaining also so you want to be sure to hear all about that and how you can get the audio described tracks from uh, itunes and some other places then we the compliments of Blind Access Journal, we have Daryl Shandro and Allison Hillick are going to be talking to Judy Dixon from the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, and they are going to be talking about the BARD app for iPhone, which is in development right now and is expected out sometime this spring or summer, according to an announcement I saw just today. And we are all, I think, quite anxiously looking forward to that. And we are very appreciative that the folks at Blind Access Journal are letting us air their podcast of their interview with, with uh, Dr. Judy Dixon from NLS recently at the CSUN conference. Then finally, David Woodbridge from Vision Australia comes back and he's going to talk to us about the Change Reaction game for your Mac, a self-voicing game for the Mac. And so if you are a Mac user, you'll want to know all about that. You may want to check that out. And David is going to show us a little about, about using it and uh, some of the features of the game. And that's what's up up here this week on Main Menu. I hope that you get a lot of valuable information out of what we are airing today. If you have some particular comments about the coverage on today's show, be sure you'll come to our webpage at www.mainmenu.acbradio.org and let us know what you thought about today's program and any suggestions you might have for future programs here on Main Menu. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu. All of us here on the Main Menu team consider your thoughts, questions, suggestions, and any other feedback that you may have very important. To interact with us on the show, you can send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. 
If you would like to find past show archives and more information about Main Menu, you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you're interested in other ACB Radio programming besides Main Menu, you can learn more about ACB Radio by visiting www.acbradio.org. If you would like to receive Main Menu as a weekly podcast, you can do so by subscribing to the Main Menu podcast feed with the URL http slash slash mainmenu.acbradio.org slash rss.php. You can also hear us by subscribing to Main Menu in the iTunes Store or by finding us in the iBlink radio app made by Serotech for iOS and Android-powered devices. Finally, we are heard on radio reading services from all over the world. The radio reading service in your state or country may already be carrying Main Menu every week. If you would like to receive announcements about the latest ACB radio programming news, including Main Menu, you can subscribe to the ACB radio announce-only mailing list by sending an email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Finally, if you would like to interact with listeners of all ACB radio programs, you can subscribe to the ACB radio friends list by sending a blank email to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us. Welcome to this demonstration of Solo DX. And Solo DX is a premium MP3 file for audio descriptions of movies that you can play along with your favorite movie at home. And just a note about these audio description tracks. They're actually the straight audio description of the actual movie. They are not the movie themselves or movies that also contain audio descriptions. These are purely audio described tracks of movies that explain what is going on in the movie that you are watching stroke listening to. The Solo DX audio description tracks can be purchased either in the Amazon or iTunes stores and you can also use the links on the Solo DX homepage to access the actual audio tracks for the movies that you wish to purchase that will take you straight to the purchased items in either the Amazon or iTunes stores. Otherwise, you can search for solo-dx, that's capital S-O-L-O, dash or hyphen, capital D for Delta X for X-Ray, in either the Amazon or iTunes stores. In the iTunes store, for example, when you search for solo-dx, 
it actually comes up under the albums category and then of course you would just purchase it with your apple id and download it to your computer or device just be aware that even though the solo dx audio description tracks are available in my case in the itunes store that does not mean that you can also obtain the actual movie that the audio description track applies to within the iTunes store. You can actually get a free trial audio description track from Solo DX, and I will give the contact details for Solo DX at the end of this demo. And again, just be aware that you're going to have to have access to the actual movie when you get the free trial audio description track. The Solo DX description tracks are very affordable. For example, I've purchased several in the last couple of days and they've been around about between three and four dollars each. The Solo DX service recommends that you play the audio description track on a separate device to that which you are listening stroke watching the movie on. However, you can actually do both on this same device. And indeed in this demo, I'll actually be showing you running the movie on my Mac and also playing the audio description track on my Mac as well. Basically, it's a fairly simple process to get this all working together between the audio description track and the actual movie. You start the audio description track playing and this can be on your computer or your device as it's just, as I said previously, an MP3 file. And in the audio description track, it actually tells you to stop after the beep and then to start playing the audio description track again when you hear a particular item in the start of the movie title. So for example, it might be a guitar strum, a line roaring, etc. So once you've paused the audio description track at the right spot, you then go to your movie, start it playing, switch back to your program on your computer or your device. And when you hear the key element that was identified to start the audio description playing, you then start the audio description playing and basically it will be synced with the movie and you will get audio description as the movie of course is playing. Now for the actual demo, I'm actually gonna use my Mac and in iTunes, I've already downloaded the actual Solo DX audio description track for the Hunger Games. And I've also purchased the Hunger Games movie from the iTunes store as well. And what I've actually done is I've queued up the Hunger Games movie in iTunes. So as we all know, I can then use my multimedia function keys at the top of the Apple keyboard to start the movie playing with function key 8. And as far as the audio description track is concerned for the Hunger Games, what I did with that file was I copied it out of iTunes and I've actually saved the Solo DX audio description tracks in my Dropbox folder. And what I've currently got in focus is actually the file for the Solo DX audio track for the Hunger Games. And I'm just gonna press spacebar to start preview playing the audio description track. And when we get to the appropriate spot to stop it after the identified beep, I'll then press pause by navigating it to, in my case, with voiceover, the built-in screen on the Mac. Then I will start the movie playing with function key 8, F8. And then when it gets to the appropriate spot for me to start the audio description, I'll then activate the pause button again. And then I'll let you listen to a couple of minutes of the audio description as it's playing with the movie. And as I said earlier on, just be aware that you don't have to do this all on your computer. I could quite easily have that audio description track MP3 file on my iPhone, for example, and then be streaming the actual Hunger Games movie through my Apple TV. And I would basically use the same process. I would start the audio track playing, pause it at the appropriate spot, start the movie playing on the Apple TV, 
wait to the identified sound to go off and then start the audio description track playing on my iPhone. But I just thought for this demo, it's just a lot easier to do it on my Mac and it'll sound a lot clearer going through the mixer. Okay, so I'm currently sitting on the audio description track for the Hunger Games. Let's just press the spacebar and see what happens. Now in Thank quick you for downloading window, the Solo track DX audio description track, copyright 2012, pause for the button. Hunger Games. In order to sync this file properly with the movie, please listen to the following instructions. When you hear this beep, you should pause this audio file. Then, start playing your movie. When the movie begins, music will fade up for about 10 seconds, and then you will hear a distinct guitar strum. When the guitar strum starts, resume playing this audio file. This should sync it to your program. If you find that they are slightly out of sync, try quickly pausing, then unpausing either the movie or the solo DX track, whichever seems to be ahead of the other. The beep will be coming up momentarily after a countdown from three. Enjoy the movie. Three, two, one. Press pause button. Okay, so I pressed the pause button. So now I'm gonna press function key eight to start the movie playing. When I hear the guitar strum, I'll then press on the pause button to restart the audio description track of The Hunger Games. Okay, so here we go. Pressing function key 8 now. Play button. Press now, play button. Now, RV travels through a complicated network of then gleaming metallic gears, then pulls back button. through a keyhole on a pair of doors embossed with lions. They swing open to reveal a word floating in the sky, Lionsgate. In another logo, letters converge, creating a zigzagging spark of light between two words, color force. Now a message appears, from the Treaty of the Treason. In penance for their uprising, each district shall offer up a male and female between the ages of 12 and 18 at a public reaping. These tributes shall be delivered to the custody of the capital and then transferred to a public arena where they will fight to the death until a lone victor remains. Henceforth and forevermore, this pageant shall be known as the Hunger Games. I think it's our tradition. It comes out of a particularly painful part of our history. Yeah. But it's been the way we've been able to heal. At first, it was a reminder of the rebellion, the price the districts had to pay. But I think it has grown from that. I think it's uh, something that knits us all together. A blue-haired host interviews a guest. This is your third year as game maker. What defines your personal signature? Now, words appear near a ramshackle house in a desolate rural community, District 12. It's okay, you're you're A teenage girl holds her little sister close. It's me. It's not. It's your first year. Okay, your name's only been in there once. They're not gonna get you. The young blonde girl raises her lips to her big sister's ear. As Prim settles back into bed, her sister caresses her hair. Hurrying downstairs, the 16-year-old grabs a leather jacket off a hook on a wall. She eyes a glaring cat. I'll still cook you. She opens the front door. As she jogs through the district, our view catches glimpses of the bleak community. A woman's hands dip into a wash bucket, then use a cloth to scrub at her fingernails. Two shirtless boys poke sticks in a patch of mud. Gray-faced miners march off to work in the pale morning light. The teen hurries past a row of gray, clappered houses, each as shabby as her own. Two children peer out at her through a crack in a door. From behind a wire fence, a dog watches as an old man scrapes a small bone with a knife, then sucks the bone clean. The teen bounds down a step, 
then runs along the top of a weathered concrete dam. In a meadow, a sign on a wire fence sways in the breeze. It reads, District Boundary, no access beyond this point. Another displays a red lightning bolt above the words, High Voltage. Reaching the fence, which separates the district from tree-covered mountains, the teen casually slides her leg between two of the wires and ducks through unharmed to the other side. She hurries into the woods, her brown hair swinging in a slightly off-center braid down her back. Press pause button. And I'll stop the audio description and I'll stop the movie. Play button. So that demo should give you a very good indication of how well the audio description actually works alongside the actual movie. And if you'd like more information on the Solo DX service and their audio tracks and the movies that they currently support, you can email them at info at solo-dx.com. You can go to their website at www.solo-dx.com or you can follow them on Twitter at solodx1 and that's the number one. So I hope you've enjoyed this demonstration of the Solo DX audio description track service. So as usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. This is Natalie Brown and you're listening to the Blind Access Journal podcast. Hello everyone. Today is Tuesday, February 26th, 2013, and we are here at the CSUN conference in San Diego. I'm Allison Hilliker. And I'm Daryl Sandrow. And we are here with Judy Dixon from the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, also known as NLS, and she is the Consumer... Relations, relations officer. officer. Relations so, officer. So, welcome, go. Judy. Thank you. So, tell us who is a consumer relations officer. What is that? What do you do? I am the one at NLS who worries about things having to do with the users of the service. Uh, if a if a user has a real problem with their library, I might get involved in helping solve that. Or any projects that we're working on at NLS that directly affect users, I get involved in that. So it's anything that all that has to do with users. Wonderful. Well, that's great because I am a consumer of NLS, so I'm, I'm glad you're out there working for us. So, um, we, we really thank you for talking with us today, and you have something exciting you're going to share with us. Um, first of all, tell us a little bit, for those who don't know, about BARD. Um, today we're going to be talking about BARD apps, um, but BARD, um, tell us, our listeners a little bit more about what that is for those who don't know. BARD is an acronym that stands for Braille and Audio Reading by Download, and it's a service allowing people to download their, for a long time it was just audiobooks. It started in 2006, and people can download their books and play them either on an NLS digital player by putting them onto a cartridge, or they can play them on a number of third-party players that support playback of NLS audiobooks. And last November, we finally put the Braille in BARD. Um, another thing that I've been responsible for at NLS is the Web Braille service. I uh, basically have looked after it and created it, essentially, with the help of a few staff uh, back in the, in the late 90s, and I've been taking care of it all these years, but it's now being incorporated into BARD, so people can get Braille books from BARD as well. And it means people can people have actually been able to download Braille since 1999, but uh, you know who remembers that?
percent. But this audio, audio now it's uh, it's part of art. It's it's really grown up and joined the big time. So Bard is essentially the one place where you can download both the audio record books and the Braille books then now. That's right. That's really nice. So, so tell us about um, the apps you're developing. I know you're working on one for iOS, which for those who um, don't know iOS is the operating system for the iPhone, the iPod Touch, and the iPad. So tell us a little bit about the iOS app you're having for Bard. We are actually in the process of developing two apps, one for iOS and one for Android. And the development of the Android app is a little further behind, so we don't even have a working version of that yet. But we we just got, um, just in the last week or so, a working version or alpha version of the iOS app. And I do have it running on my iPhone 5 and I can show you a little bit about it. it I'm going to say a lot of caveats here, though, before I do this, because this is an alpha version, means it's a version that's not even ready for beta testing. It's, a, it's an internal version, and it, it more or less works, but there are still some problems, and not everything is functional, but uh, it'll give you an idea of how the, apps, how the app is organized. Some things may change when it finally happens, but it's, it's pretty much as it's going to be. Okay, well, um, then show us how it works. I'm excited. 514, slide to unlock. Messages, compass, at Bard Mobile. The name of the Double app... tap to open. The name of the app is Bard Mobile. When we get into the app, there are no hints yet, and that's one of the several things that will still happen. There will be hints, but they are not there now. Bard Mobile, bookshelf, heading. So the app, I'm going to show you the tabs first. There are four tabs across the bottom. Selected, bookshelf, tab, one of four. Get books, tab, two of four. Settings, tab, three to four. Now reading, settings, Whoops. tab, three of settings, tab. That's me, guys. Now reading, tab, four to four. That was me, not the app. <laughs> no so problem. we're in the bookshelf. Five to five bars, bookshelf, heading. Okay. And edit button, audiobooks, 12 items. And it, of course, would be going into the bookshelf and being able to reorder the items that are here on this screen. So we have audiobooks. Audio magazines, zero items. Braille books, three items. Braille magazines, zero items. Nice, so you could have them separated into categories. Mm -hmm. And it automatically does that. When Great. You, when you download a book to the app, it puts it, right now it's only putting the books. The magazines happen to have landed in the books category, so there's there's one thing that has to be fixed. There you go. <laughs> Braille, ma Braille books, audio magazines, zero items, audio books, so we'll, 12 items. We'll go into the audio books. Audio books, 12, bookshelf, back button. So we're now still on the bookshelf, in the bookshelf uh, tab, but we're into the audio books. 12, heading, edit button. Now here's where you could go in and delete individual books. Mm -hmm. Search view. Or you could search Double tap to edit. Nice. Selected, title, button, one of three. And then you could have them sorted. You can have them sorted. Right now I have it sorted by title. You heard that that one was selected. Author, button, latest, button, so you can three have, three. have them sorted by author or the time that you downloaded them. So we'll just go through the books here. More info, smart computing, January 2013. Okay, so we're going to double tap on that one. Smart computing, January 2013, heading. Selected, now reading, so now tab, four to four. I just wanted to show you, we've switched over now to the now reading tab. That's actually the fourth tab over on the bottom. And so this is the book we're now reading, and at any time you can go to the book that you're now reading. 
27%. Set up. Protect your network wire. Navigation. Button. 5 of 5. Smart, com smart computing. Oh, that's January 2013. Heading. Navigation. Button. So you're just flicking across, right? I'm Set up. Protect your network wireless router installation configuration. Section. But I was playing this book earlier today. Navigation. Yes. It's, it's where I Bookmark. left off. So Button. let me go back to the beginning. Well, let's go to the same percent. It's minutes, 46 seconds, of two hours, 59 minutes, 33 seconds. So it'll tell you how many percent you are through it, what time you are. Set up, protect your navigation button. I'll go to navigation. This is interesting. Smart computing, January 2013. Back button. If you've used any of the apps that show you about what level you're in, you know sometimes you hear the whole title and it'll say... Navigation. Introduction, level one, something else, you know, level one, something else, level two, and you have to listen to all the words before you find out what level you're at. Well, listen to this. Skippable, but selected, page, Whoops. bookmark, one, smart computing, genuine, one, copyright, 2001, table of content, one plus, news notes, technology news. When you heard one plus, that means there's something under there. One plus, ah. Windows news, one plus, business news. So, if we want to go into one... One plus. I'm going to back. Windows I, News. I just flicked back to Windows News. If we tap and hold. Level 2 visible. Now one minus. Now Windows level, News. That turned to one minus. So that tells you now it's expanded. And now if we flick. Two. Windows Phone 8. Two. CRM Update. Two. Skype Microsoft Messenger. One plus. Oh, Business News. Fascinating. What if you had just double tapped on it? If we just double tapped on two, it, it would just two. start to play. Win one minus. Windows News. Selected. Smart computing. January 2013. Heading. Oh, well, sorry. It opens it. Rewind. Right, right. Now we have the screen. Where Next we can... up. Rewind. Button. Okay. Next up. Jump I was just wondering because um, the the double tap Next and hold is probably a little less intuitive for a lot of users than just double tapping things. So probably a new user is going to go in here and start double tapping stuff. But if they double tap it, it'll it'll open the right. actual item. Awesome. So now we're on a screen that looks a lot like the player. And so it'll have a... Rewind. Previous element. Previous button. element. Jump by article. Button. Next element. Button. So this jump by article is like the menu button on the player. Jump by article. Button. And it's actually going to say menu in the final version. But if we if I tap that... Jump by section. Jump by subsection. Jump by phrase. Jump by article. So I can cycle around there. There you go. So play. I'm gonna button. play. Play. Windows new. Reading time four minutes. Windows Phone eight. Now with we've Windows got Phone eight. Rewind and fast forward. Microsoft's new Windows eight interface. Fast forward button. Phone. So so Windows if I go to fast forward, live if I double tap it, information about the. Forward. News headline. It goes forward five seconds. A data sense. If I triple tap it. To use your smartphone on. Forward ten seconds. Windows. It goes forward ten seconds. To use digital wallet. If I tap and hold. Near field communication payments. So you. And keep it held. Forward one minutes. Forward five minutes. Forward ten minutes. Oh. And then like the player. Forward fifteen minutes. It will eventually switch to. Jumping forward, forward by, 30 minutes by chapters. Forward one hour. Not sure when that happens in a magazine. Forward two hours. It may not happen in a magazine. I think it's not going to. Forward two hours, zero seconds. Access that memory quickly. Entry level graphics cards tend to have 64 bit or 100. Stop button. Stop. And you can do the same thing with the forward, the jump by. Interfaces. 
Fast forward button. Wait a second. Play button. Play. Stop. Thank you. <laughs> does it honor the uh, two finger double tap? Yes. Oh, okay. yes, for play and pause. Yep. Oh, awesome. So for playing, play. it's playing. Very quickly. And I'll, Entry if it stops, cards, then yep. stop. I just stopped it. This is two finger double tap. So it's an interesting uh, fast forward rewind option in that it doesn't work like a lot of other players that just start scrubbing the audio. It works like, a, no, it doesn't, but it works like our hardware player does. Gotcha. Okay. Fast forward. We also have, we also have 125.0%. Yay. Yay. I was, I was thinking Allison would be excited yep. about that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so we'll, so let's see how good this gets. And 256-bit memory interfaces. If you run higher resolutions or even multiple monitors, look for a card. Not bad. What is the speed now? 75.0%. Okay. To get the most out of your 3D applications. Not all memory is created equal. Is that fast enough yet, Allison? Yes. Is the current oh. standard for mid-range? Yeah. 200.0%. Oh, 200%. Is that 2x? 2x. Okay. Display support. Oh, oh wow, Allison, you usually, usually plug your books up to 3 or 4x, don't you? No. No? I think the measure is different depending on what... Hardware software is to listen. Gotcha. For PCs, gaming, and rendering potential, make the upgrade, and your eyes will thank you. Stop. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, I like being able to speed it up, and it didn't sound distorted or anything, which occasionally happens when you speed up human audio. So that's always nice. It is nice. Because I think even on the Audible app, when you speed it up, it sounds slightly distorted. So this is better than that. Yay. And it sounds like you have a good cut for doing it. Fast speed button. Double tap speed. There'll be hints on all these, too, so that will help people know about this tapping and holding and stuff. But uh, you can have it control the tone instead of the speed. Oh, gotcha. Zero. Adjustable. Plus one. Whoops. Play. Captions of the One. Install the graphics card into the topmost PCIe slot for the best results. What does this do? Two. Plus two. BGA and DDR display connections. Plus three. Very many compact PCs. Four. Plus two. <laughs> wow. Tone. Button. Take the speed. Take the speed. 125.0%. It's not uncommon to develop a love-hate relationship with your passwords. After all, <laughs> you need to <laughs> Okay, so that's... Bookshelf. Tab. That was get the, books. Tab. We have the get books get section. Books. Tab. And the way this is going to work is you're going to be able to get books either from your wish list... Wish list. So if you... Wish list. Zero. Get books. Back button. Wish list. Seven. Heading. So there's seven books on my wish list. Edit button. The Mermaid Summer. Hunter. Molly. No download. We can't... This doesn't work right now. Oh, but um, but so the way you get books is either by putting them on your wish list, get books, or back button. You can get books. Heading wish list. Recently added titles. Heading the recently added titles. Audio books. Audio magazines. Brand oh, books. and that's Brand similar magazines. to the website. Right. So those sections on the website you'll be able to get access to so from the app. If you wanted to put something on your wish list, you'd have to actually do that from the website. You'd have to That's search right. for a book and add it to your wish list and then access it from the app. Yes. Okay, interesting. But then the recently added books you can just download directly into mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Why is um why is it not possible to search for books uh within the app? It's just a very complicated thing to do, mm -hmm. and we're just going to start out doing it this way and see how it goes. Gotcha. Wow. 
Good, good start here. Yeah, um, I'm wow. really excited about it. Doggy, four so to four. Move. Settings, tab, settings. three to four. Settings, heading. Audio settings. Audio settings, settings. Audio settings, heading. Speed, 100.0%. So you could set a default speed. Mm-hmm. 100.0%. Adjustable, tone, zero. Zero, adjustable. Background playback, switch button, off. Double tap to toggle setting. When you close the app, does it stop playing? Oh, cool. Awesome. I like that. Auto lock during playback. Switch button. Off. So you can keep the... Double tap to toggle setting. Right. You can keep it from locking. Skippable. Play. Verbosity. Hi. What to do with skippable elements that have been declared skippable by the book's creator, such as page numbers or reference notes, things like that? And uh, will will they be played or skipped? Oh, interesting. Nice. Okay. Settings. Back button. Settings. Selected. Visual settings. User account set. Visual settings. Visual settings. Settings. Visual settings. Font size. Small. Right. Mm -hmm. Contrast. Black and white. Restore defaults. That's all that's there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Settings. Pretty straightforward. Settings. Audio settings. Selected. User account settings. Bar mobile zero. One. Through bookshelf. Tab. One of four. That's all. Get books. So obviously, the user Navigate. account settings tab. would just be four like four. your bard login. Yes. Okay. Nice. Bookshelf. Tab. Mm-hmm. One of four. So if somebody gets this app for the first time, what will they get in the way of help? There will, that's another area that uh, was in, in the bookshelf. Audiobooks. 12. Where we were bookshelf. at the beginning. Back button. Audiobook. Okay. Edit. Search view. Selected. Whoops. Type bookshelf. Back button. We're still in the audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Bookshelf. Heading. Edit. Audiobook. Audio magazine. Braille books. Braille magazine. Help. Zero items. Uh. So there'll be user guides there. Okay. And that that's another thing that's yet to be done. So it's there's there's quite a few things that still have to be finished before the app is ready for prime time. And user guides, um, we've completed all the hint text that has to be put into the app. Um, clean up some little, you, I think you heard the audio kind of hiccuping there a little, a few times, and, and that will be uh, cleaned up. As well as the whole interface for how the app talks to the Bard website. And that still has to be finished. Right now we're putting book on it from a computer. But uh, we're, one of the things that we, has been very important in designing this app is we don't want people to have to use iTunes to use it. Uh, so you'll be able to do everything from within the app to get books and so forth. So that, that's what they're still working on now, and that, that still has to be done. Great. Will there be a um, bookmarking feature? Yes. Okay, nice. When the... Um, Selected. The, bookshelf. And, and then you can tab. skip bookmarks. Okay. Selected. Bookshelf. Tab. Audio magazines. Zero items. Audiobooks. Twelve items. Audio. Here's a little poem. A very first book. More info. Here's a little poem. A very first. Here's a little poem. A very first book of poetry. Heading. Navigation. Button. Here's a little poem. A very first book of poetry compiled. Zero seconds of 34 minutes. 41 seconds. Zero percent. Adjustable. Bookmark. Button. So we could set a bookmark. Oh, nice. And then, um, and then... Also, on the previous element, on the jump by front matter, jump button. by whatever, mm-hmm. jump by poem, jump by bookmark, will jump by phrase appear. Okay, that makes sense. And Next then the way you jump button. is to go into that navigation thing. You can either just no, you do some next element. Oh, oh right, right. That's right. That's the, the previous by, next element. Right, right. Is is what is the next element and previous element do? Uh, or when you go to navigation, you can navigate by page. There's also going to be a part of this app that that plays braille books. And 
It'll play um, NLS Web Braille titles that people can read with their Braille display. It'll have similar features in that you can jump by page, you can jump by line, or jump by volume. And then we, when you go into navigation, you can navigate by page, line, or volume. Oh, uh, good. So you can jump quickly mm-hmm. once you've selected the only search, one. You'll be able to search the text in Braille. Um, oh. You have to put it in, in contracted Braille in the same way. And I don't know, that many of your listeners may be familiar with reading Braille in with an iOS uh, app, but one of the problems that Braille readers have had is there hasn't been a good way to read a contracted Braille file because the characters are typically in uppercase. And you can either have 8.braille on, but there's no way to turn it off without turning either contracted Braille on or contracted Braille um, or uncontracted Braille. So even uncontracted Braille doesn't mean six-dot Braille. It means Braille with capital signs and number signs and so forth. So if you have a file that's already contracted Braille, there's really no good way to read it without, without that seventh and eighth dots. But one of the things our contractor has done is figured out a way to display all those books in six dot braille. So you, you, all you have to have is your iOS device set to eight dot braille, and you'll be able to read it in six dot braille. Oh wow! And also, we had difficulty at first with blank lines and leading spaces because the braille in iOS is designed to output what the speech says, and that's all it worries about doing. It's not worrying about showing you the format of a page or where a blank line is. But we were able to trick it and substitute um, Unicode spaces for the ASCII spaces, and it says, aha, something's there. I better pay attention to that. So it'll say unpronounceable because it's coming across the Unicode space. The speech will say unpronounceable, but the Braille looks fine. The Braille looks formatted exactly like it's supposed to be formatted, so we'll be able to see the formatting of the Braille book. So you mute mute voiceover, uh, mute mute the speech when you um, are reading a Braille book because we're reading, uh, are we reading BRF files? We're reading BRF files. Right, okay. Which is Braille-ready format. Yes. Wow. Well, this sounds amazing. I'm really excited about it. Um, Do we have a guess as to when it will be available? We are hoping it will be ready by the time of the conventions, early July. Um, Well, there's still so much that has to be done, but it's we've made really good progress. We've been working on it since about October, and uh, it. We have all our fingers crossed. What will be the pricing on the app? It'll be free. Oh, yay. Awesome. Yay. Hey, can't beat that. <laughs> and um, if um, if somebody were really enthusiastic about this app and wanted to become a beta tester, is NLS going to be accepting beta testers? And how will that work? Well, we have quite a lot of people who have already expressed interest in the beta test. Huh. Um, and we really, at this point, are pretty much... Uh, full our beta test. I mean, if somebody is is just wants to see if there's some space, if you send me an email, um, I can add you to the list. But I can't promise anything at this point because we're really, really quite full. Everybody's excited about this app. I know I am. Yay! I was telling you guys earlier that once we have the Bard app available, I may never leave my house. <laughs> Between Bookshare and Audible and Nook, and now I have Bard to add to that. I'm gonna have so many books. I just, just it'll just be me and my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 that actually will will mean a little less redundancy for some users potentially, and and uh, maybe shifting away from specialized players. 
Yes, that's exciting, I think, because mm-hmm. right now I have to pull out a different player when I want to listen to bar books, which um, I carry my iPhone with me everywhere, and I don't always have a different device with me to play bar books. So I am super excited about Bard app. Yay, I really appreciate you guys doing that. It makes me very happy. So, And it's good to know that there'll be an Android version for those of you in that camp, too. So. There's also going to be an iPad version that'll have slightly different visual features. Oh, nice. Okay, is there any um, other little tidbits we should know about the app? I think that's it. Okay, Judy, if somebody wanted to uh, get a hold of you or contact NLS about the app, what would you suggest they do at this point? My email address is jdix at loc dot gov. Nice. If you have questions I can't answer, I'll be happy to send them on. Well, thank you very much for talking with us today. This was really exciting. I, I can't wait till this app is available, and I really appreciate you taking the time to show it to us. So thank you're, you. You're very welcome. All right. That has been another episode of the Blind Access Journal podcast. We hope you have enjoyed it. If you'd like to um, get a hold of us, you can reach me, Daryl, at blindaccessjournal.com. Or me at Allison at blindaccessjournal.com, A-L-L-I-S-O-N at blindaccessjournal.com. It has been wonderful bringing this to you. Thank you again, Judy, for coming on the show with us today. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu, courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of Change Reaction, a self-voicing game that you can download from the Mac App Store. For approximately $10, of course, depending where you are in the world and your exchange rate. So as I said, you can download Change Reaction from the Mac App Store. If you go into the Mac App Store and do Command F for Find and type in Change Reaction or one word, and that's a capital C and a capital R for Reaction. So before I get started with the demonstration of Change Reaction, let me just say that I've got my MacBook Pro turned on. VoiceOver is running, and as usual, let us start from a known spot on the Mac by going to the desktop with the VoiceOver command Shift VOD. Of course, the VO keys being the Control and Option keys held down together, and I'll do that now. Shift VOD or Shift Control Option D for desktop. Desktop. Let's go to the Applications folder with Shift Command A. Applications. Now in Applications window. Now I've already downloaded and installed Change Reaction from the Mac App Store already. So I'm just going to type in CH to jump down to Change Reaction in my list view here. Change Reaction application. You might have heard voiceover say .app. That's because I've got my file extensions turned on in Finder. Now because I don't need voiceover to run Change Reaction because it is self-voicing, I'm just going to do Command F5 to unload voiceover. Voiceover off. And then I'm going to press Command O to run Change Reaction.
action. Menu. Play. Press return to play the currently selected game. Use up and down arrows to select a menu item. Okay, so as you've heard, the first option is play. And as the extra help information said, you can press enter, in this case to play the game. Or you can use your up and down arrows to select another menu item. So I'm just going to press down arrow and we'll go through the menu options. Game. Classic. That's game. Currently classic. Difficulty. Easy. Difficulty is easy. Learn to play. Learn to play. Keep the change. Keep the change exit. Play. And back to play. Press return to play and the currently course, selected game. It goes Use up and down arrows to select a menu item. Okay, so for example, we come down to the game selection. Game. Classic. I press right arrow. Loose change. Loose change. Heyday. Heyday. Right again. Classic. Back to classic. I could have also used left arrow. Use up and down arrows to select a menu item. Okay, so let's come down to learn how to play the game. So down arrow. Difficulty. Easy. Learn to play. Learn to play. Presenter. Change reaction. Classic. Gameplay and rules. Welcome to change reaction. Classic. The action-packed puzzle game you play with your ears. Use the left and right arrows to move through each section of the tutorial, or use the up and down arrows to select a different section. Okay, let's press runner. Change reaction, classic, is played on a game board which is made of nine stacks of coins arranged from left to right. The coins are comprised of pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, and dollars. At the start of play, there will be 13 coins in each stack, and you will be positioned on the center stack. You can move from stack to stack with the left and right arrow keys, and you will hear the type of coin that is on top of the stack as you move. During the game, the size of the stacks will change. They will grow taller as more coins are added to them, and shorter as coins are removed. To indicate the height of a stack, the pitch of the coin's name is either higher or lower when it is announced. Use the left and right arrows to... The object of the game is to clear all coins from the game board before time runs out. You remove coins from the board by blowing them up. This is not safe in the real world, and we do not recommend, nor advocate, handling explosives in close proximity to any forms of currency. Use the left and right arrows to- So, how do you blow up coins? At the start of play, you will be given a coin. This coin is referred to as your coin in hand. You can play this coin on top of the current stack by pressing the space bar. Your coin in hand can only be played at the top of a stack, and it must, if possible, be placed on top of a coin of the same denomination, or beside at least two coins of the same denomination. For example, if your coin in hand is a penny, you must play that penny on top of a stack whose topmost coin is also a penny, if one exists, or on top of a stack where it will be immediately to the left or right of two pennies horizontally. 
Note that this can mean that you might be playing the penny between two other pennies at the same level. If there are no stacks that match the criteria for a valid play, you may play the coin on any stack. If you decide you do not wish to play the coin you have in your hand, you may discard it by pressing the return key, but you will have the value of the coin deducted from your score as a penalty. If you try to play your coin in hand when a valid play is available elsewhere on the board, you will not be allowed to make that move. Ooh! That's kinda creepy. Anyway, as soon as your coin in hand has been played or discarded, you will automatically be given a new one. Use the left and right arrows okay. to move to trigger an explosion. You must place coins so that three of the same denomination are adjacent to one another either vertically or horizontally. When this happens, the three coins, along with any other adjacent coins of the same denomination, will explode. Exploding coins are added to the pot for a given row from left to right, and will be added to your total score when the row is cleared. For more on scoring, check out the section on Scoring in Difficulty Levels. Use the left and right arrows to move through each section of the tutorial, or use the up and down arrows to select a different section. I'm just going to press the down arrow to show you the other sections in the tutorial. So down arrow. Scoring in Difficulty Scoring Levels. In level. Change Reaction. Classic. Offers three difficulty levels, okay, which have the bonus round. round. If you manage to clear the game board before time is up, okay, coin denomination coin reference. Denomination. This section provides information on the various okay, United States key command reference. Key command this reference. section provides a quick reference to all the in-game key commands. Down you again. exit. And exit. Press return to exit the tutorial. Use the left and right arrows to move through each section of the tutorial, or use the up and down arrows to select a different section. Okay, so let's go press the enter key and that'll take us back to the main menu. Menu, play. Press return to play the currently selected game. Use up and down arrows to select a menu item. Okay, so I've currently got my choices as classic and easy. Okay, so I'm going to press the enter key and we'll start playing the game for a little while. Change reaction, classic. The board's total start value is $44.17. Your previous high score was $34.97 for this difficulty level. Do you think you can beat it? Okay, so I've got a dollar, so I'm going to press left arrow. Penny, nickel, penny, dollar. Spacebar, put it on that stack. Quarter. And find a quarter, so I'm going to use right arrow. Penny, nickel, penny, dime, dollar, dollar, dime, quarter. Spacebar, put it on that stack. Dollar. Left arrow, find another dollar stack. Dime, dollar. Spacebar. Penny. Penny, left arrow. Dollar, dime, penny. Spacebar. Nickel. Find a nickel, let's try right arrow. Dime, dollar, dollar, dime, quarter. No, good left arrow. Dime, dollar, dollar, dime, penny, nickel. Space bar. Dime. Dime, let's try right arrow. Penny, dime. Space bar, put on that stack. Nickel. Left arrow to find a nickel. Penny, nickel. Space bar. Dollar. 
we had to find the dollar stack. Penny, dime, dollar. Space bar. Quarter. Quarter, let's have to find a quarter. Dime, penny, dime, penny, penny. Hmm, let's try right now. Penny, dime, penny, dime, dollar, dollar, dime, quarter. Space bar. Quarter. I'll just show you something. You can press P. And I've just paused the game. That's in case you need a loo break, answer the phone, or somebody's irritating you when you're trying to play your game. So I'm going to press P again. I just want to rehear what the coin in hand was. Press up arrow. Quarter. So that was a quarter. So let's do left arrow. Dollar, dollar, dime, penny, dime, penny, penny. Nothing that way. Let's try right arrow. Penny, dime, penny, dime, dollar, dollar, dime, dime. Ah, there's no valid one. So press the space bar. Dollar. Okay, dollar, left arrow. Dime, dollar. Space bar. Quarter. Ooh, I'll blow that stack. Okay, et cetera, et cetera. And now as you... Let me just pause this game. And just pause the explosion. What you'll find is when it says the pitch of the coins changes to higher or lower, depending on the height of the coin stack, they actually use different voices. So as you might have heard, some of those voices were getting higher and lower. And they get very definitely lower when the coin stack's actually quite small. So it's quite a fun way to here by the different voices, not just the pitch, but a different voice. What I'm going to currently do is I'm going to press P and then I'm going to ask for my score with S. S for score. $2.40. Okay, now I'm actually going to finish this one. I'm just going to press this. Your final score is $2.40. At the end of play, there were 130 coins left on the board. You've earned the rank of Oliver Twist. Press space to repeat this message, or any other key to continue. Okay, so press any other key to continue, I'm just going to press the Enter key. Menu. Play. Press Return to play the currently selected game. Use up and down arrows to select a menu item. Okay, so I call the usual. Enter to another game. Or up and down arrow. Now because these menus cycle around, I'm just going to press the up arrow. Keep the change. Keep the change, of course, which is... Press return to quit. Use up and down arrows to select a menu item. Okay, so we can press enter to quit the game, which I'll do now. Okay, so we'll come out of change reaction. I'm going to press command F5 to turn voiceover back on again. Voiceover on, finder, applications, window. Let's press Command W to close that window. Close window, now in desktop. What you might have noticed is that Change Reaction was using the default system voice rate of speech. And I've certainly got my voiceover speech running a little bit faster than what Change Reaction's been using. But I want to show you how you can go in to System Preferences and change the system speech rate, which Change Reaction will be using for your listening comfort in the rate of the speech. So to get the system preferences, I'm going to go to my dock with VOD or control option D. Dock, system preferences, 15 of 21. And I've already got it selected, so I'm going to do VO spacebar, control option spacebar. Finder, system preferences, system preferences, window, toolbar. Let's do VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Preference panes, scroll area. Preference panes, let's interact with the preference pane by doing shift VO down arrow or shift control option down arrow. Interact with preference panes, scroll area. 37 items, personal, personal. VO right arrow, control option right to the first icon in system preferences. General button. 
and we want to get to dictation and speech. So I'm just going to type in DIC. Dictation and speech button. VO spacebar, control from spacebar to select it. Press dictation and speech window toolbar. VO right arrow, control from right to the option that we want to get to. Dictation tab, one of two. That's dictation tab, the next one. Text to speech, selected tab, two of two. That's the text to speech tab, and that's the option that we want to get to. And that's already selected. If it wasn't selected, I could now just do VO spacebar, contraption spacebar to select that. Let's keep going across with VO right arrow, contraption right arrow. System voice. Alex, system voice, pop up button. Okay, system voice is currently set to Alex. VO right arrow, contraption right arrow. Speaking rate. Here's the speaking rate heading. 31.8%. Speaking rate slider. Okay, currently set at 31.8%. So let's speed it up a little bit. So I'm actually going to interact with the slider by doing Shift VO down arrow, Shift Control Option down arrow. Interact with slider. Now I'm going to do VO up arrow, Control Option up arrow. 36.8%, Okay, now let's interact with that slider with shift VO up arrow, shift control option up arrow. Stop interacting with slider. And now if I do VO right arrow, control option right arrow. Play button. There's the play button, which will give us a test sample of what the voice rate will sound like. And of course, that'll be the same speed then that change reaction we'll be using. So VO spacebar, contraption spacebar. Most people recognize me by my voice. So let's do another test. Let's make it really slower than what my previous default voice setting was. So VO left arrow, contraption left arrow. 66.8% speaking rate, slider. Interact with the slider with shift VO down arrow, shift control option down arrow. Interact with slider. And now VO down arrow, control option down arrow. And we'll get it down to about, say, 20%. 61.8%. 56.8%. 51.8%. 46.8%. 41.8%. 61.8%. 56.8%. 51.8%. 56.8%. There we go. 21.8%. So let's uninteract with shift VO up arrow or shift control option up arrow. Stop interacting with slider. VO right arrow, control option right arrow after the play button. Play button. And let's play that. VO space bar, control option space bar. Most people recognize me by my voice. Okay, so that's absolutely, definitely slower. So at the moment, I'm actually going to leave that there at that default rate setting. And I'll go back in after this demo and reset it back to my normal speed. But for the moment, let me just press Command W to close System Preferences window. Finder, desktop. And we're back to the desktop. And that completes this demonstration of change reaction that you can download from the Mac App Store. And it's a fantastic game to play on your Mac. And as usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.